0: Hey folks, welcome to the water cooler. I know it's been a while since we've been doing episodes and stuff, but we're glad to be back. I know it's a lot been going on, but here we are, about to start back covering it. Levi, what you think? Dude, as old Eminem used to say, guess who's back? Back again. We are yep, back, baby. Yep. I'm glad we're back. I'm Tell a on. friend, go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're still out there. We are. We are. We haven't gone anywhere. We just took some time off. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening lately, but we're back on the sports action for real this time. Not just me and Levi here with y'all today. Ryan D, tell him hey. Hello, everybody. All right, that's all, (laughs) Ryan. Just gotta (laughs) say that's give out good enough. So, biggest thing that's probably happened since we last sat down, at least for you, Levi. How about the dogs? UGA won a national championship. Yeah, how about them dogs, dude? I know you're an Alabama boy and all that, but, you know, we had to we had to give it back to you. And from the SEC championship loss we took, we definitely needed one right there. I'm glad we got it. And another thing, I'm so glad the Braves won a World Series. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure we talked about that, but I'm so glad the Braves won a World Series. I really am. Yeah, no, I... Uh, when George won the natty, I asked Blake how he felt. He said that was a sacrifice that had to be made for the Braves to win the World Series, and he was okay with that. That is true. So, I don't know. I'm glad, though. I mean, hey, sometimes people have to take sacrifices. Thank you, Nick Saban. <laughs> I mean, UGA won the natty. I would have had no problem with it after I graduated. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah it sucked for me. So, uh, let's, but, let's also talk about one thing real quick. I know this wasn't really meant to be, like, Sports and all this, but uh, your little friendship with the governor? You got a friendship with the governor, I heard? Yeah, so part of the reason we hadn't been able to be recording as much, I've been working in the governor's office, it's been busy. But we've made time tonight. There's a lot going on in the sports world this week. And so, one of those things that's been causing a lot of drama lately is Tom Brady. He's been retiring, <laughs> undertiring retiring getting his coach fired, might get traded. Like, If you think about it, we're kind of like Tom Brady as a podcast. You know, we're done for a second, and <laughs> hey, we're back. And then like, yeah. no, we're done. And then, Hell, never mind, we're going to come back. And then I feel like Tom then, Brady, if, if, if this new coach who comes in, he can do something. I know they signed Julian Edelman and all that. And like, that would be huge. What's the like, new coach's come- name? Todd Flores? Uh, no, that's... Or Brian Flores. No, that's yeah. the Dolphins. But... uh. Todd, Todd Lowe, Todd Lowe, or something. Todd Lowe, something like that. But he worked under Bruce Arian, yeah, and all that stuff. So I mean, he's got a lot of experience, and he knows what the offense and all that's about. Like you said last night, though, like why did Bruce Arian just out of nowhere retire once Brady got back? Like that's just kind of like to me, I don't know why he would do that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he is very old. I'm pretty sure he's the oldest coach in the league. So that's no. Bill Belichick. Like, no, no, Bruce, no way. Bruce Arian's, Arians. Yeah, look it up. Bruce Arians is. i don't okay to look it yeah, up, he's, but he's old they are both definitely old but I don't know I feel like if Brady comes back this year and, and puts a ring up man that's that's wild it'll be wild I'll put it like this if he doesn't win a ring then everything he's done over the last four months I, it's Tom Brady he's the GOAT there's nothing he can do to take away from his legacy but like if his legacies 100 it'll make it like a 99.98 yeah like i don't know I don't, I don't like what he's been up to lately it's funny though because it's like a huge troll he's just being a huge troll yeah. like he he knows he can do whatever the heck he wants to like it doesn't matter what anybody says like he's doing him that's what i love about it he's being the biggest troll you know it makes me feel like you know people say when lebron went to miami it was like he went to college Because, you know, being Cleveland and all that, he had to, like, grow up fast. Mm -hmm. He couldn't sit back and enjoy it. That's how Brady and Tampa Bay is reminded me. Yeah. But But, another thing, like, dude, this is, literally, this NFL season is going to be, like, a Madden simulation. Like, a simulated season in your created character when you're, like, your character's 32 years old. And Jamel McGee is, like, some random running back on your team that you have no idea who he is. And then, like, Tom Brady's the... Packers quarterback and Aaron Rodgers is the Patriots quarterback like it's so crazy how this NFL season's worked because everybody's going everywhere and it's just it's wild. What do you think about Brady first like retiring and then unretiring? I was like at first when he retired like damn he really gave it up like it's the end of an air. That's a weird pill to swallow you know what I'm saying like it's really weird but then he came back you're like okay what are you doing? Are you gonna you actually gonna play? You're gonna not? Mm You're gonna keep playing with us? What are you doing? And then he's like, no, I'm not going to play. And then he's like, no, I'm playing. And then it's just like, dude, pick, your, pick, your, pick one. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? I think once you're – when you're a pro athlete at that level, once you start thinking about retirement, to me, you might as well retire. Yeah. Because once that seed of doubt's in there, it I mean, doesn't do anything but grow and get bigger. Yeah. But at the same time, like, it's Tom Brady that we're talking about here. We're not talking about just, like, some random football player. Like, he's yeah. the he, – I mean, his – like, nutrition and health and all that stuff. Dude, I feel like he could play probably three more years. Literally, probably played two or three he's, good seasons. And, like, if he had some wide receivers. I know Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Injury prone, though. Like, always injured. Chris Godwin, alone love him to death. Great guy, but he's always injured, it seems like. Mike Evans, he's always coming in clutch. But, like, I don't know. You put three good wide receivers in the Tampa Bay who aren't injury prone, you could win a championship. Mm-hmm. I, I can guarantee you he's going to win a championship if you get that for him. I, if he can win a ring, it'll vindicate him yeah. for me. But I if mean, he doesn't, then it just doesn't add anything. At that I point, Tom Brady, Tom Brady needs to be the NFL logo, and everything needs to be centered around Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> <Pretty> much. Much. <laughs> like, it's, it's if this. he get, could you imagine in the modern era, eight rings? Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody in any of the three baseball, football, basketball major sports has won eight rings. Since the '60s, Celtics, and it's the toughest contact sport I don't of think all of them. Robert Horry has seven rings. I yeah. don't think anybody. No, did. but it's crazy to think that's the toughest contact sport out of all of them. And mm-hmm. for all those years, he's had offensive linemen who have watched his back. Imagine how they feel, like knowing, "Hey, I protected him through yeah. seven seasons." We got six rings out of it <laughs> like bro that would be that'd be a pretty cool moment but another person we need to get to and this is, this Wait, is i got I one last brady thing for you that? though what do you think about his relationship with ba like why do you think there seems to be that's, so much tension you know there? and that's what i brought that up earlier it kind of made us talk last night got us to thinking like what made bruce arians want to be like yeah i'm done let tom come mm-hmm. back like that's i don't that's kind of a rhetorical question right now i don't i don't have an answer for it because i don't know the specifics of their relationship i don't know all that stuff but it just is very fishy like it's the, very fishy. the only problem i can think of is a lot of times when the bucks lose ba has no problem throwing tom Brady under, under the, the bus. bus yeah so I feel like that's probably the main source yeah. of contention between them. Mm-hmm. And but you would think playing with Bill Belichick for twenty years, he'd be used to it. I, yeah, and I was. But I guess that's why he. I was listening to the radio Patriots. the other day. Oh, sorry about that. Uh-huh. I was listening to the radio the other day, and somebody brought up the fact that, like, if you think about it, the Patriots dynasty was never ran through Robert Kraft at all. He was just giving money here and there. That that team was simply ran through Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, no one else. So, like, him coming to Tampa Bay and not having that coach, like a mm-hmm. good relationship with his coach the way he did with uh, Belichick, I mean, it's not going to work. He's been 20 years straight every single thing, every same thing every day. You know, nothing changed between them. So when he comes to Tampa Bay and it gets all fumbled up, Bill or Bruce Aarons talks shit here and there, you know, has something to say, like, that's new. He don't like that don't don't fumble his bubble you know what i'm saying don't don't fumble his bubble yeah no uh so we said earlier Bruce Arians got fired he ten he got like demoted promoted he got moved up to a front office consultant role how much impact do you think he'll actually have on the bucks like from a logistics standpoint. Oh, logistics standpoint. Maybe, a, maybe a good bit. logistics standpoint. Yeah. But, like he said his press conference he still wants to be at practice, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think he'll just be in a token front yeah. office role. I don't think he'll have any major impact on their game no, plan. I don't think so. But it's just I don't, and I don't know who they moved up to offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. But that's also a big thing. Is like who his offensive coordinator is going to be, who's going to be like helping him call plays, all that kind of stuff. But. A big star we need to talk about, like I was gonna bring up, LeBus James, about to miss the playoffs. Dude, I don't. Know. I I take that back. I take that back. He's not LeBus. He's obviously like one of the greatest players of all time. But like, do you see him? Where win is the he at? Right you see him winning the scoring title before that? Yes, you do. I did too. Wait. Yeah, but I think that's. I think he knows they're either gonna miss the play-in, or even if they make the playoffs, they're a first round out. Yeah. So he knows he has to win the scoring title, just to give himself Continue something to, like, to point to whenever yeah. people. Oh my, how yeah. could you hit? see? I won the scoring title. You can't yeah. blame me. Yeah. Which I mean, it's still impressive. Year nineteen, winning the scoring title. That's another. That's why. I, that's why I took back calling him a James. Like you, kind of can't call him that because at the end of the day, Rose playing in his nineteenth season, still putting up 30, 15, and like seven, probably. Like it's it's kind of ridiculous at what he's doing. He's he's definitely, he's not the GOAT. I don't think so, at least. But he has, he's Mr. Consistency. All that's just, like, generational. That's all Mm -hmm. that stuff. That talk is just generational. You look at people who like the 80s basketball and the 90s basketball and the 2000s basketball and the 10s era, and now you're getting into the 2020s with all these new kind of players. And it's just like, you can look at 1980s and say, so and so is a goat you can look at 2010 and say so and so is a goat but like when it comes to the goat standpoint and all that stuff it's all like like i said generational like you okay, can't really only, like, i know the greatest of all time in every sport like it always gets talked about and all this stuff but like that stuff is so like not even people being biased to a point because they like a certain generation just not like a generational player but like they like how he dominated in, the, in his time. or like They like how he dominated in a certain time rather than if he was out here in 2010, 2020, is he still going to be putting up those numbers? Or if LeBron goes back to 1980, is he still going to be putting up those numbers? I'm going to push back a little bit on that. Basketball, I think you're right. The GOAT is usually just whoever the 30-year-olds think are the GOAT at the time, yeah. but Babe Ruth is probably still the consensus greatest baseball player of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And there's barely anybody alive today that's seen him play a game of baseball. Ryan D. still cannot open a uh, non-screw-off top beer with his teeth. Give it to Ryan D. Still learning. So, Ryan, let's talk about something real quick. Who do you, like, at the end of the day, like, who do you see as your GOAT in
1: basketball? Well, that's that's a good question. You know, there's always been that talk of Michael Jordan, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'd have to say I really don't know. I don't know who I'd put. I don't know who I'd put as the goat. Because as Levi was saying, you know, it is generational. Everybody, you know, growing up has their, has who they think it is. But for me, it, it definitely have to be LeBron. You know, I've seen more of him play than anybody else in my life. So, and just seeing him grow over the years, he's always been the greatest. Respectfully,
0: I mean, like that is a true thing too. Like growing up playing ball the way, like. Like, me and Ryan always played ball together. We all did. But, like, LeBron was always number one. And, like, I've lost a lot of respect for him. And the way he came to the Lakers after the bubble and all that crap, like, it's just been kind of a joke to an extent, in my opinion. Like, and like Ryan said, like, we always grew up watching LeBron. Like, that was Kobe and LeBron were our number ones all the time. But the older you get, the more you look at it. Like, he's really just... I mean he's so consistent it's so hard to put somebody up against him like he's so consistent there's no one who's done that for 19 straight years like straight years there's not been a single season that he hasn't been talked about every single season almost at least top three that's what scares me okay I'll make a comparison for you baseball wise you just described Hank Aaron so would you say Hank Aaron's greater than Babe Ruth because he definitely had the overall career Better overall, like, home run-wise, Hank Aaron hit, like, 40 home runs for 20 seasons straight, mm-hmm. whereas Babe Ruth peaked at, like, a three- or four-year span where he was hitting, like, 50, 60 home runs a year, but then he trailed off. So, okay, if, you, if you're if you making a team, would you not want the more consistent player, or would you want someone who's going to give you five years, and then I'll give you the best I got what's left in my tank? I want the 20-year player, and that's just me. And, I, and, like, I know a lot of people are going to say, like, oh, well... You keep going back and forth, this and that, but, like, no. I'm not saying LeBron's not the GOAT because he's making a great point. Mm-hmm. He is making a great point as to why he is. If he passes Kareem,
1: you kind of have to give okay. it to him at
0: that point. As the GOAT? Yeah. You have to. If he passes uh, Kareem in points, disagree. you have to give him the GOAT. Is Karl Malone the greatest power forward of all time? Because he's number two in points scored all time. Nobody really cares. Yeah, but how... How many rings does he have? How many, how consistent was he in the okay, playoffs? Okay, how many rings like, does LeBron have? Four. How many has MJ got? Six. six. Yeah, but how consistent also, was MJ through a nineteen year season? Or through a nineteen year span? How consistent was MJ through nineteen years? How consistent was LeBron through nineteen years? Okay, you can be consistently uh there, seven cons- out of ten. you can be consistently top three for twenty years.
1: But MJ's- that's greater than
0: being I, I take, know the, I know the rings and all that I get. That I don't know. I'm not a ring counter. I take peak value over career longevity. But I would talking about the greatest of all time. Yeah, who By. is the best basketball player to ever step on the court? At no point in his career has LeBron James ever been better than Michael Jordan from the time period of 1991 to 1998. That's very true. I don't think he has either. But he was a lot more. For a longer time, he was a lot more valued. For yeah. a, a lot longer okay, time. Okay, but you've also got to take into account, he got drafted younger, there's better health care, and he I mean LeBron was getting paid hey, LeBron was, you're, you are right, LeBron was getting Hummers, Chains, uh, what was that brand? What's the brand? It's, I can't remember, Nike? but it's, no, it's on the, uh, m- the movie about him. More than a game. Oh, yeah. It's on that, but it talks about how he got a Hummer, uh, he had a chain, and then like a $50,000 deal with the sweat- company that was making nice-ass sweatsuits and all this mm-hmm. stuff, uh, fashion designer clothes, and ended up like he had to sit out two or three games for it. And you are right about that, though. He was a lot more taken care of than Michael Jordan was. Like but Yeah, MJ had the bad boy Pistons beating yeah. the crap out and of him I, for the first five. <laughs> but at the same time, And now you're making me go back on my words because if you think about it, LeBron, for seven years, probably wouldn't have been able to do that against the bad boy Pistons. He probably wouldn't have been able to have that same peak ability that he did playing against those guys rather than he did these... LeBron never even played a season in the league when hand-checking was allowed. Um, But... And and, but I'm not gonna go back on my word. You know what I mean. Like the 20 years he's been or 19 years he's been in the league, consistent. Like that's that's unheard of. Okay, we might we might have to agree to disagree on this one. I'll give you one last comparison just to make it. I know I brought up Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth is like a good analogy for a basketball standpoint. Would you rather, if you're a GM, and knowing how their careers turn out, you want Shaq or Akeem Elijah one? Shaq. Shaq. Okay, so why would you take LeBron over MJ? What do you mean? I don't get that comparison though because like Shaq was good, like for goat tier from like 2000 to like no 2005. Shaq Shaq was a wreck. A, okay, a he, came ball as soon as he came in the no. league. T- no, I'm talking did, no. like no. I'm not saying he wasn't like an eight out of ten player when he first got to the league. I'm talking like he was like a ten out of ten from like. But who gave Shaq that opportunity to do that? Kobe. Who gave LeBron the opportunity to be great in Miami? I think you're missing my I know comparison. what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Hakeem I, I Elijah won average I know, I know. He was good for like, for like 20 years. 20 years. I Shaq I know. fell off hard. Oh, for sure. When but, he the turned only reason, 30. but the only reason Shaq really even peaked was why? Because he got fat. Okay. And nobody could do anything with No, really. but Shaq peaked because he had Kobe to help him with all that stuff. Shaq wouldn't have been putting up those numbers if Kobe wasn't putting his ass to the fucking giving him everything he wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? like. But I get what you're saying, and I know I'm kind of going off topic with that, but I don't think Shaq would be near as good if he didn't have Kobe. Okay, that's like MJ and Pippen.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, but like, as back, I'm Back to the like, point,
0: though, who you drafting? Shaq or Hakeem? I'm going to take Shaq because I know at the end of the day, he's just going to be bigger, stronger. and But you are right. Hakeem Elijah is more the mon- fundamental, going to give you better m- numbers and this and that. And I guess Shaq does have the name of where, like, he should kill O'Neal. And that's like, yeah. I get that. And that's like another thing about LeBron, too. It's more or less. His name—that's huge. Like, don't get me wrong. His game backs it up and all that, but he, he's made a name for himself. Well, I mean, yeah, because even he sucks. The not his team sucks this season. And we like we were going to talk about the Lakers, not even just. Uh, yeah. And like we spent this whole podcast talking about LeBron. Yeah. Even though he's not doing really much. Mm-hmm. What I will bring up too while we're on the Lakers, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. Yeah, what do you think about him not liking getting called West Because, I mean, dude, I mean, if I, if I was at that level, and I was putting in the work like that, and I'm struggling, I don't want people calling me names, but that's the way the world works. girl. You know how it. to stop getting called West Start making them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> start like. making them. It's, it's, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> it's if, you, if you start yeah. shooting it, if he could just be 38% from three, yeah, they yeah. wouldn't call him West At all. At mm. all. But, all right, more on the basketball topic. Like, I know there's a lot to talk about with LeBron and Lakers and stuff like that. But let's talk about March Madness Oh, actually, one last basketball NBA thing. James Harden to the Sixers. Oh, I hated that move so much. It was so stupid. You th- really? think really? so stupid. I like him and Daryl Morey being reunited. Uh, it's, this is, they don't, him and Joel don't work together at all. Like, I know James Harden can pass the ball this and that, but James also wants the ball in his hand way too much to be like, Embiid can put up 30, 15, or 15 every night. Mm-hmm. and I'm talking assists too like he can pass the ball just as good as he can rebound it and score it he needs the ball they can, and the, the, if you think about it like Joel Embiid is that kind of like Shaq mentality type player like he's so much bigger than everybody he can just get, give me the ball in the paint Like, and James Harden will shoot the threes and all that kind of stuff he's just not that, I don't see that working out too well but the Nets they struggled they got beat by the Hawks last night that was good the Hawks are in 7th now hey yeah we went up three spots or two spots because we had one up on Cleveland three days ago. Beat them or we beat somebody. Got the one up on Cleveland and then we beat the Nets last night. They're now in tenth and we were in seventh. So I know one thing, Hawks. one thing about the Braves and the Dogs winning. Putting the Falcons and the Hawks in the hot seat. Now. Yeah. Don't even get me started about the hot or Falcons because Matt Ryan being gone and all this stuff. We didn't even talk about that. I forgot to talk about that. Matt yeah, Ryan no. being gone. End of, it needed to happen. Yeah. He he should have happened after the Super Bowl blow. Yeah. I feel like once a team makes it to the Super Bowl and loses, maybe run it back one more season. But yeah. after that, like you got to blow yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like it a psychological bad. thing. It was bad, but I mean, at the end of the day, you. You kinda gotta do oh, what you gotta do. What about the Chiefs trading Tyreek Hill? That was crazy. That's what I yeah, we were talking about Matt or NFL earlier, like, dude. Like I said, this season's like an like a mad <laughs> simulated season. Like it's just dude, weird. That blew my mind. Like, yeah. yeah. But he's going back home. I mean he is from Florida and all this stuff. So it is it's gonna be nice to see him down there for a really really long not long time, but for the next few years of his career. Yeah, but I don't know if the Chiefs well, Oh, and another thing, Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. What do you think about that? They got rid of. They got rid of Jarvis Landry. He has no help. Like, oh, he's got Nick Chubb. If he can beat his cases, then I mean, (laughs) he can beat the NFL (laughs) team. I mean, I don't see why he wouldn't be a great quarterback. But I don't know. It's crazy. Baker and Cleveland went down in flames that early. Yeah. I mean, once they got rid of Odell, it was kind of over with at that point because I mean. Once Odell went to the Rams, it was kind of like, okay, they're either they bust or break right here. These, this is the team who, these guys deserve a ring. Mm-hmm. If they're going to get it, it's this year. And if they don't, then we'll see. We it. called like, it, you're, too. You're never going to get it, yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad Aaron Donald got him a ring. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. I'm glad Matt Stafford got him a ring. That was I I've, I've love watching Stafford. And see, I, one thing on, I uh, wish Brady would have stayed retired, just so I can root for other people. Yeah. You know, like, they're, I don't know. It just seems like with Brady in the league, every year he's either about to win the Super Bowl or does win the Super Bowl. It'd be nice to give some other people some love. Like, I'd love to see a Aaron Rodgers Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl matchup. You know, like I don't know, it'd be
1: great. Ryan, what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, I I just have to say that you know how the Falcons are turning out. You know, Matt Ryan leaving that. It's the end of an era for you know the Falcons. It it sucks to see him go, but you know I'm great to see what Marcus Mariota is going to do for the Falcons and that. And I think you know Falcons have decided it's time to rebuild to just see what they can do this season. Yeah, Marcus Mariota, I love that guy. Oregon native. I mean, dude,
0: I I, I loved him back when he was an Oregon Duck. You know, he had his chance with the uh, Raiders, and then he went to Tennessee, and then they got Tannehill, and it was just like, dang, give the guy a chance, but. Speaking of Atlanta trades, Freddie Freeman. R.I.P. That's a tough one. Hey, shout out Matt Olson though. I've been saying this. People who follow us on Instagram at TWC Pod and people who follow me at Levi Mayo Five, they know that I've been saying Matt Olson, he's that guy. I love Freddie to death, you know, he have we've always grew up watching him this and that, but like, dude, Matt Olson is that guy. He's hit moonshots in spring training this year. Moonshots, dude. Yo, this is crazy. Freddie Freeman's the first face of the Braves we've seen come and go. (laughs) Yep. Very true. Uh, We grew up, Tripper was already midstream. Don't get me don't get me twisted on my words here to the listen people who listen to this, don't get me twisted on my words and whatnot. But like I'm pretty sure we have Ozzy and Ronald Acuna on some stupid cheap deals right now. Like we have them for I'm pretty sure like upwards of almost ten years each. Like actually. That's no bullshit either. Like I'm almost positive. And that's obviously what them started a couple years ago. Three-year deal. Now they've probably got like six, seven years of that. But dude, we keep them around. Keep Austin Riley paid. We can pay Matt Olson. We got him for six years. We keep that rotation. Dude, I don't, I don't know why we couldn't go back, back to back. You know what I'm saying? I know it's a tough thing. It's one of the toughest things to do, especially in baseball. 162 games a year, two times in a row, plus playoffs. That's really, really, really hard. But I don't see them doing it. I would love them to. But, you know what I'm saying? I think baseball is probably the hardest sport to maintain, like, a con- championship Yeah, a consistent success. dynasty type ordeal. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's just, like I just said, 162 games. So many players on the field, too. Yeah. And, like, they're all working kind of independently of each other. Yeah. You could argue football. But I, mean, I think we've seen more repeat Super Bowl champs yeah. than there has been World Series oh, champs of lately. Of course. Of course. But another thing, too... Let's talk about this, I and mean, we're going to get to March Madness at right after this. What do you think about Tiger Woods coming back to Augusta, baby? I mean, it's always good to see Tiger back. Tiger back, baby. Tiger's back, baby. I love it. Dude, he uh, won the Golf Hall of Fame or something like that a couple weeks back. I, I was watching his speech. He started crying. I was like, I know was eating <coughs> this up somewhere. Shout out my boy Tiger, you know. But also, I love I love Max Holman and Kevin Kisner. I hope, they, uh, I hope they get a good spot in the Masters. I hope they get their invite. That'd be great. But let's talk about March Madness. This year's been ridiculous for the upset. The Cinderella story and the upset was the year. Like, this was the year. St. Pete. Oh, my God, St. Pete. Come on, now. Beating Kentucky. Beating Purdue. And then you almost come back. You get three, and you almost come back and beat them. And then you lose the UNC. Yeah, Coach K going out in a loss to UNC. That sucks too. On one hand, if anybody's got to take him out, it's going like to be. Like, it makes sense. Like, it's like the storybook ending is him going all the way and winning a natty on his way out. But the backup storybook ending is that. Is uh, that it. that. I wish Roy Williams would have still been there. That would have been crazy. That would have made it ten times sweeter. But, like,. I didn't like seeing Duke get beat. I don't. I'm not a UNC fan. I'm not really a huge Duke fan. You know, I got a lot of respect for Duke and their basketball. Cousin Chase grew up watching that and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But like, other than that, like, you know, Coach K was, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all times, if not the. I mean, John Wooden, obviously with Kareem and all them, but Kareem and Bill Walton. Yeah, he like, won like some crazy. Yeah, I mean that's. And then, it's just like, if you think about it, Coach K has been that guy since, shit, our parents were in high school. Or like, 1980, we looked it up last year. Yeah, night. He's yeah. been doing it since 1980. Ten. My dad would have been seven. Seven, yeah. Mine would have would've been, been six. Like, That's crazy to think about, like, our parents watched him. When they were our age growing up and he was the guy, and then we get to where they were watching him at a younger agency, him as an adult, it's just it's crazy. And, like, all the people he's brought through Duke and the, like, mean mug mother truckers that he's brought through that thing. But I Christian think Leitner. I think Zion's his biggest bust. Zion's going to be a bust. Now, it's us we can talk about this, too. I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, I think Zion is Coach K's biggest bust. At Duke or, like, going on in the NBA? Just, like, in general. Like, any player he's coached at Duke and then going to the NBA, like... Okay, Christian is the biggest NBA bus. but... Oh, yeah, but, like, dude, look at Zion. I mean, Zion's had some decent stuff in the NBA, don't get me wrong. He's good when he plays, but it's like Anthony Davis. Yeah. He's just always hurt. Yeah. It's like, how can you call Anthony Davis a top-five power forward when he barely ever... He hasn't finished for, like, one whole season? Yeah, he's playing what 40 games 30 games yeah, out right. of the 68 games season 62 game season it's ridiculous it's in, yeah I, you took the words right out of my mouth right there like literally and like i don't know what it is about players today it just seems like injuries are just such a much bigger factor well than I they think used if, to be. You, if you think about it nowadays like these guys get paid so much money like at the end of the day, some of them, yeah, they obviously you see them get hurt. Respect to the people who get hurt. I hope they get they get to better. But those guys who are, oh, uh, I just need to rest, or oh, I have a little quad injury. You know, it, it's my quads kind of hurting me. I'm just gonna take the night off. Like, dude, get out of here. Like, there's so many people who would load management, yeah, like kill for the opportunity to take. 60 something days 80 something days Out of their year Just to travel And play NBA basketball yeah. You know Like I don't care If my damn right foot's broken If I can get out there And I got an ankle brace To stop my foot from hurting Even not hurting Just if I can move it If I can play Then get me out there And it's like the MB- MLB strike Yeah That like, was ridiculous That's just Rob Manfred Being a bad Like bad president of MLB like, That's just It's bad Rob Manfred sucks Yeah Like Boo you Rob Manfred. <laughs> I mean, I know people. Whenever there's like a pro sports league strike, I'll say it's a bunch of millionaires complaining about like not having higher wages. In the defense of the players, not much, but like not every MLB player is making Bryce Harper money. Mm-hmm. Like the ninth guy on the roster, he's probably making like I don't know, maybe 100k, yeah. which is still too much to be complaining about. Like even no, you're um, making six but, figures to play MLB baseball. Well, you could you could be doing a lot less than. Playing a baseball and making six figures these days. Like, it's really easy. Not easy. I mean, obviously, I don't have it, but I mean, there's a lot of people who make it seem really easy just well, to yeah, sit, sit like back a, and freaking make, Charlie D'Amelio on TikTok making millions, just well, yeah, dancing not, for 15 second clips. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking like crypto and all that kind of stuff. People just sit back all day to day trade. And next thing you know, they got a million dollars in their pocket, take it out, and hey, I'm a millionaire. And it's just like, it's weird how that that stuff works. And these players getting paid $100,000 would probably do twice as much as these guys making a couple hundred million you know what I'm saying like they would probably work just as hard if they were given the opportunity but I mean you can only do so much when you're sitting there in the ninth spot making a hundred thousand yeah. when the number three spot's sitting there making 334 million dollars on a 13-year deal it's just like what do you do like I guarantee you, like Bryce Harper's back up sometimes in batting practice he's probably just holding his bat looking at Bryce Harper's knees. just like man dude, yeah. one one swing and I could be yeah. making Bryce Harper money. but what's crazy about those kind of deals is like dude like you just said one swing and he could be done for the rest of his like career you never yeah. know like, they get guaranteed contracts now. Yeah, but and that's what I'm saying. That's the crazy thing about the Phillies is, like, you put your trust in one person for 13 years of his career, and giving him mm-hmm. $334 million. Well, that's what it came down to with the Braves and Freddie. He wanted, what, two well, extra years? No, Freddie's agent made that really corrupt. Like, they were saying Freddie's agent had a lot to do with that. Freddie wanted to stay, but he also wanted to go back to L.A. because, obviously, that's where he resigned. Like, that's where his home is, and obviously he has a house out in L.A., but his agent made it seem like Freddie... Like he wanted a lot more money than what he was actually asking for. So he, the Dodgers got a steal out of Freddie Freeman. You, you heard that first. They got a steal out of Freddie Freeman. So I remember, I think last year with Dennis Schroeder, he was, had like a, what, a $15 million offer from the Lakers. <laughs> and he turned it down. Oops. And he bet on himself and he lost. Yeah, and he turned it down. And it was just like, dude, what are you doing? Like take that money, run, go play with LeBron. Like, The people I was talking, like pro sports... About legacy and like winning the championship. That only matters if you're like a top fifty player. Yeah, like not even fifty, like top ten plus pro. Like top for real. fifty, like no, Reggie they, Miller not having a ring. People knock him. Like, yeah. yeah, but still, like if yeah. you're not like in the top fifty argument, they'll like get you the money. Like right. don't who cares about you. Like if you already got the bag and like you're like older and you want to win one, then sure yeah. go ring chase. But yeah. That's true. Like, top 25. That's my point. Just like, if you're not top 25, like, dude, do your role. Be the sixth man. Be the eighth man if you have to. Like, do what you got to do. Sit there. Shut up. Cheer us on when we score. Be quiet when we Mm. do bad. Do your thing. Yeah, nobody's going to be upset Jamal Crawford doesn't have a ring. No, No, dude, I'm so, so sad he retired. He finally retired this year. That sucked. But I'm so glad to be able to, like, say I watched him in Atlanta growing up. For one season. Yeah. No. He was there for more than one season. Two max. No.
1: He right. never he We're never stayed anywhere
0: longer than, like, two or three seasons. We had him for a minute. He's like the NBA equivalent of a mercenary. We had him for a minute. We are looking this up. No, because I know what you like. I felt like it was longer as a kid watching. He was at the Hawks for, okay, three seasons. Mm. Okay. That's, you're right, more than two, but also... He wasn't there that long. No, that is true. He really wasn't, but it felt like it was. Oh, you know yeah, because like, like, like right. 2009, to 2011, that's like the peak of our childhood. Yeah. like yeah. We got to watch him. Those years seem a lot longer than they really were. Yeah. All right, speaking of childhood, we had a little nostalgia trip last oh, night. Yeah. We have to talk we about We had for our next a 10 wrestle, WrestleMania Fest. Yes. So this is, we're recording this Sunday, April 3rd. WrestleMania is now a two night affair. So Saturday night WrestleMania, Part One. Tonight's Part Two. We're recording before it comes on, and last night was wild. It was wild. We did incorporate a couple things, and we did make it work. And wow, I had myself a night. So tonight. this was probably what your first WrestleMania since '28. That night at Chases yeah. Chase Waterchurch's yeah. house. Yeah, and so this is WrestleMania. That was when the, seven years ago. That was when Anthony Davis was in Kentucky, 2014. No, we're talking 2012. That was 2012. Yeah, this is wow. re- you. Your, Levi's last WrestleMania was 28. This is WrestleMania 38. Wow. So it's been 10 years. How's it? How's it feel picking up? Hey, right where we left off. Really though, I mean, look at all the people like, who are still that's on saying. the card.
1: Like Edge like, is wrestling tonight. Watching
0: Stone Cold last night, dude. That was a cool moment right there, being able to watch Stone Cold give Kevin Owens the work. What? Dude, I there had been rumors that Stone Cold was going to wrestle the match. I didn't believe it. What? Okay. Don't, that, we're not doing the what chance. What? <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> Dude, okay, the, be- the best response to the what chance ever, in like 2002, the crowd kept doing that to The Undertaker. You know what he said? He was like, next person that says what sleeps with their sister. Jeez. And the crowd Just shut up instantly. <laughs> that's a good one right there. But yeah, fun. it was really cool. And shout out Undertaker being in the Hall of Fame. Dude, well deserved. That's, very well deserved. It's so crazy seeing him out of character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the like, long hair is scarier than he ever was. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like no kidding. No, he's. And great. Triple H too. It's, it's glad yeah. to see he finally said that he was done. That's sad. Wild. Sad that the reason he had to retire is because he had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's glad he's still with the living. Yeah. And he's able to still continue to be a executive and live out his dream in that way, but definitely not the ending to his career he would have wanted But so yeah, last night at WrestleMania Logan Paul showed up. Oh yeah. Got beat up by the Miz. The Miz so yeah. that's always good to see the Miz is still The Miz. Still rocking. I mean dude he's still the same reality T V show host that he was how many yeah, how many years ago. Like he looks so the funny. exact same. Exactly it's so weird. Rey Mysterio I mean, and his son are a tag team now. Yeah. That's, that's cool. crazy. That's so cool to watch. Seeing Rey Mysterio's son as a grown up just, doesn't yeah, that's feel right. No, that's wild. Cody Rhodes made a massive comeback. Massive return. He yeah, had, he, he stepped away for a minute, too, didn't he? he so he friend. left six years ago, helped found All Elite Wrestling, was an executive vice president, and he left and came back to WWE. This is like the biggest wrestling free agent acquisition. In, like, m- almost a year since seeing Punk. Yeah. I thought it was going to be longer than that. And I was thinking, I was like, okay, not as long. But still, it's crazy. He came back. He had a great match, too. He, he, Anyone. He so, like, give it to and him. And, dude, love. like, shout out to, respect to him for doing the Dusty Rhodes tribute with yeah, that Bionic Elbow. Yeah, that was nasty. Dude, that was, I that was awesome. I love seeing that. But, yeah, and going back to Stone Cold, dude, I love being able to watch that. And, like, that, his last match just, 19 years ago, we would we, we did the math last night. Like, we'd have been two years old yeah. when he last wrestled, being able to, like, it's like being able to watch a Michael Jordan game. Mm-hmm. Literally. It's like, like that legend that, like, you yeah. just missed being able to enjoy mm-hmm. coming back and doing it one last time. Give me a hell yeah. And, dude, he had, like, he did a lot more than I thought he would. Oh, God, yeah. Dude. Getting suplexed dude, on, on the concrete. concrete. Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. Freaking driving Kevin Owens around in an ATV. <laughs> That's funny. A classic Stone Cold right there pulling up on a four-wheeler. <laughs> and uh, shout-out. <laughs> Drinking beer the whole match. Broken School Brewing. He's Broken, Broken School IPA. Yeah. yeah, go get you some. Those, I bet those are amazing. If you're out in Texas and somehow you're tuned in and you're just sitting there, you're like, oh, I need a beer tonight. Go get you a Broken School IPA. We're not sponsored, but stone Courtesy Cold. of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's done, he's done enough for our childhood. We can give his brand a shout-out. <laughs> oh, of course. So, final thing to get into, predictions for tonight. You got Edge or AJ Styles? Edge. You got... Uh, I would add, I think Edge will probably win, too. Just because... I don't know it's Edge. Yeah. Like, you got a root saying. for him. Like, I don't think AJ Styles is res- more, like, as respected in the WWE culture as Edge. And I don't think it would be good to see Edge have to go out on, like, one of his last bouts. Because... All these guys are done. You know what I mean? They're, like, they're getting to the Tom Brady point of where, like, they're calling it quits, and then, like, they get that little itch to get that paycheck maybe, and then they're like, yeah, I'm going to come back for a couple more times. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think a lot of those guys are done, so I think Edge is going to pull it out. All right, then main event tonight, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I Raines. think Brock wins this just because, well, I think Brock wins it just because, like, Back in the day, he was always a champ, this and that. Always had the belt, but like this is the first time Brock Lesnar could be the face of like a double champ in the WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like and Roman Reigns, like he'll probably end up winning it because I said Brock Lesnar's gonna win, but like he's very deserving of the title. I mean, obviously, everything he's been through, but that's that was a tough one to call. So. It's crazy one that Paul Heyman's back in Roman Reigns in this one. Yeah, that's what's cool. Like, it doesn't feel right. I guess cool, it, yes, but, yeah. but it doesn't feel right seeing Paul Heyman not with Brock Lesnar. Yes. But my prediction for the main event was Roman Reigns is going to win, and the show is going to end with a legend coming out to challenge Roman Reigns and kind of have a stare down with him. He's go. gonna be? I'm not gonna tell you who. to no, run the no, no you have to. No, I'll get. No, we'll talk yeah, about in the it. podcast. We'll it's talk about me. it next week. It's not for I'll me. I'll give so you it. a hint so people know I predicted it right though. Okay. He's a seven-time W.B. champion, and he's coming back, and he's gonna, he's gonna have a little confrontation with The Rock. Levi's doing the Hulk Hogan ear gesture right now. Hulk Hogan, if he got in the ring, oh, he he'd he'd probably break <laughs> it we just stepping through the ropes. <laughs> he would straight up probably just. He would have been on too much Could you Viagra? imagine, like, Ric Flair just came back 75 yeah, years old? Right. Just, like, started wooing and trying to fight Roman Reigns. I watched that. Too much Viagra for the Hulkster. <laughs> all right, folks. But, yeah, that about wraps up this episode. I think we hit everything. and We would may even, like, chop this one up to an extent and make it a couple episodes. We don't know yet. but No, I don't have the editing skills to do that. This is going right. to be one. One whole episode, and
1: we will Ryan, be there.
0: sign us off. You've just
1: been sitting here doing nothing for the last 40 minutes, so... Yeah. Uh, I don't really know what to say, but glad everybody could tune in. Hope everybody has a great day, great evening, great morning wherever you're listening. This is us uh, signing out. So this is us, Ryan Chambers. That was awesome. Ron have a great evening. night, have a great evening,
0: have a great morning <laughs> wherever you're listening.